I want to thank Research FDI for sponsoring today's podcast. They're a globally renowned lead generation firm that helps economic development organizations create real prospects. They've helped over 500 economic development organizations. Let me tell you exactly what they do. They facilitate one-on-one meetings for economic developers with corporate executives who will have projects soon. They can facilitate these meetings to where you travel to the corporate executive's office and meet them there, or you meet them at a trade show, or even have a conference call with them so you don't have to pay for travel. They recently launched a service called FDI 365, which provides you a lead a day of fast-growing companies that will be expanding soon. Their research has helped over $5 billion worth of projects get cited since inception. I encourage you to go to www.researchfdi.com to learn more about Research FDI. As far as I'm concerned, they are absolutely the best lead generation firm in the business for economic developers. Call them at 514-488-3168 and see how Research FDI can help you create real prospects. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Next Move Group We Are Jobs podcast. This is your host, CEO Chuck Sexton, coming live to you from Bismarck, North Dakota. It's actually not live. We're recording this in the middle of the day. Otherwise, we would probably have some bourbon in front of us like we did last week. Uh, As you may know, if you follow us on social media, our team is in Bismarck, Mandan this week. Uh, We're kicking off a strategic planning process around their economic development. And uh, today's guest is Nathan Schneider. He runs the economic development program here at the Bismarck, Mandan Chamber. So thanks for being with us today, Nathan. Yeah, thanks, Chuck. Thanks for having me. Uh, what I'd like for, for Nathan to do is introduce himself to our guests. Let's talk about uh, your background in economic development and how you came to be here. Sure. Uh, as Chuck mentioned, my name is Nathan uh, Schneider. I serve as the Vice President for the Bismarck Mandan Chamber EDC. Um, so a little bit about me. Sometimes it's, it's kind of funny. People say that they kind of fall into economic development. Um, I, I'm probably one of the, the rare few that didn't. Um, so I, I grew up in a small town in, in rural North Dakota, central North Dakota. Uh, my dad was the mayor. My uncle was the economic developer. So I grew up really hearing things about, you know, industrial parks and property tax exemptions and manufacturers and things like that. And so uh, when I graduated college, started out in private banking, got into uh, economic development through the state level, worked for a state financing agency here at the at the State Department of Commerce in North Dakota, and about eight years ago went to work for our, our economic development organization. Um, at the time, our economic development organization and our Chamber of Commerce were, were two separate organizations. Um, in 2019, uh, the, the boards of both organizations decided that they would merge together and form one organization, and so now, uh, we have uh, what is known as the Bismarck Mandan Chamber EDC. Uh, we are a uh, combined chamber and uh, economic development organization, as Chuck mentioned, um, and we're fairly new. Um, we're, we're, we're fairly fairly new, uh, brand new little baby organization, um, and uh, we're really trying to kind of develop our ways uh, as an organization, as a, a business organization, and so having uh, Next Move Group here to do our economic development strategic plan is part of that. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting to me, your background, there's probably not another economic developer in the country who can say that their dad was a mayor and their uncle was an economic developer. Because you're right, most of us just kind of, I don't want to say we fell into it. I mean, some people are recruited into it. 
And, you know, I think, you know, having a background in the private sector certainly helps, but also having a, a family history of, you know, serving the public in that way, I think is really good too. It gives you um, sort of that generational expertise that comes through. And you, you probably can lean on your uncle from time to time and from a mentorship. Is that, is that something you do? Yeah, I still do. Um, so my uncle um, worked for the Department of Commerce uh, during my time at the Department of Commerce. Uh, so I went to him with a lot of questions. Um, right now, currently works for the North Dakota Department of Agriculture as, oh. as sort of a business development um, role there. And so uh, we still get to work on some projects from time to time and, and definitely interact um, quite, a bit, quite a bit. That's pretty cool. I like that story. Um, so what... Um, what brought you to want to be here in Bismarck? And I, and I guess a broader question is, what makes Bismarck cool? What's what besides the winters? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a dry cold here. It's fine. We're we're we're, we're good here. Um, yeah, I, I so when I uh, when I left Harvey, I went to college um, in Fargo at, at North Dakota State University. Um, and what really drew me to the Bismarck Mandan area is really just the 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 outdoor recreational amenities that are here locally. Um, you have a, a river that essentially, for those of you, for, for your listeners that don't know where Bismarck Mandan is or has never been to Bismarck Mandan, um, we have a, a river that essentially separates the two communities. It's one community with a river separating uh, uh, the communities. So think like Minneapolis, St. Paul type of a community. So basically one with the river separating the two. Um, and so the, the river is a great recreational amenity for us. Um, we have multiple uh, uh, camping uh, facilities uh, in my family we love to camp so multiple camping facilities within a, a short drive of Bismarck Mandan um, we have Lake Skakwea one of the one of the the largest man-made lakes uh, in the country just to the north of us and so there's just so the hunting fishing camping all of that all of those uh, recreational amenities here locally that's what really drew me to the community uh, and then once I got here then I learned to fall in love with the community well, you know, it's my first time in North Dakota. It's my first time really in one of what I call the rectangle states. Um, <laughs> and as we were flying in, I, I looked down and I told Ivy, I said, well, that's the Missouri River right there. You could essentially take that all the way back uh, to eastern Kentucky, where I'm living currently. Um, of course, there's a lot of things you'd have to do to get there. But it goes. It flows to the Mississippi. And uh, then, of course, you can go to the Ohio. So, you know, one of the things that surprised me about here was the fact that now, everybody talked about the weather and how cold it was. And in some of our meetings, people keep talking about, oh, the weather's so bad. So I did a comparative analysis sitting here in one of our group sessions. And I looked at them and I said, honestly, your weather is not as bad as you make it out to be. And I think that's a, a theme that we see a lot of times when we do strategic planning and, and community visits is people are a lot harder on themselves than they should be. Um, and it's like, oh, well, you, you might not like this or might not like that. But in reality, when you compare it to other locations, you know, I'm from Kentucky and it doesn't get two degrees there in the wintertime, but it gets into the low 20s in the teens. So that's not too far off. Now, you all have way more snowfall than we do by, by about 40 inches. But still, that's not, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a massive amount sure. of snow. It's not like you're getting 40 inches every week. Um, and then, uh, conversely, we get a lot more rainfall in the southeast uh, than you all do. So, um, and, and that is a bit of a bugaboo when you want to get outside, and we want to get on our lakes and, and, and have fun outside.
and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. I want to thank LocationOne.com. Some of you know it as Lois for sponsoring today's podcast. In my opinion, Lois is the best buildings and sites database on the market. One of the reasons I think that is it gives you nationwide exposure. So I used to be the economic developer in Paducah, Kentucky, and I made a terrible mistake. I only put my buildings and sites on the Kentucky Economic Development Buildings and Sites database. Well, Paducah bordered Illinois and was within 30 or so miles of Missouri, Indiana, and Tennessee. So what sense did it make for me to not put my bills and sites on a nationwide database? Well, Lois does that for you. Looking back, I should have put my bills and sites on Lois. It's also easy to use for an economic developer. It's just like using Facebook. It walks you through how to insert your pictures and your information and so forth. And the thing I like most it works well on my iPad. If I'm in an industrial building, I want to be able to look at that thing on my iPad. Lois does that for me. Other buildings and sites databases struggle with that. So if you got 10 or 15 minutes to spare, go over to location1.com, book yourself a demo, and see if this can help your community have more success. As far as this area is concerned, what are you, what are you hoping to get out of the strategy that, that we're here to put together for you? Yeah, I think we've had this conversation quite a bit with with uh, with the Next Move group and and Ivy and, and Chad and Chuck that have been here and been a part of the process. Um, for us, really, um, because we are two separate two separate cities that are one community, it's really for for us. How do we get everybody in the same boat, rowing the same direction? Um, I think we, we find at times that, you know, different communities and different community leadership and different community citizens want different things for their communities. And that's fine. And we should want that. But I think collectively as a group, what do we want to be collectively as a group, as one community? Because we, we truly are one community. Like I said, one community with just the river separating us and, and uh, but, but ultimately one community. You know, I need to make a note here because <clears throat> I, I was uh, under the assumption it was called Mandan, but it's not. It is Mandan. You have to pronounce it that way when you're up here for sure. Um, but that kind of surprised me. At, at any rate, the the interesting thing about this area to me, not ever being from here or anything or coming here, is some of the downtown revitalization that's occurred where we chose to stay in the downtown hotel and there's a lot of great little restaurants and bars that we've been going to we went out last night uh, we'll probably go out tonight as well and just kind of experience the nightlife which is nice but that's sort of newer right that's not something that's been here a long time yeah so when i moved to when i moved to bismarck mandan in 2005 there we, we always joked you could roll a bowling ball down main street at five and not hit a car i mean there there wasn't a whole lot going on in our downtown and for a lot of different reasons, including some of our partner partner organizations and city leadership and things like that, programs were developed um, to help downtown revitalization. We have a, a, a really cool state program that offers property tax exemptions for, for redevelopment of properties downtown that gets utilized quite a bit and has shown um, since its inception that it has now started to pay for itself. Um, and so, so now it's paying for itself. Um, and it's really just kind of opened up that whole downtown revitalization that you're talking about. And there, yeah, I mean, if you if if you guys would have been here, you know, in in 2005 or 2006, you know, you could have probably counted on one hand how many restaurants you could have gone to in downtown Bismarck. And and now, um, you know, there's you know a dozen, fifteen. 
And and similarly, it's the same way in Mandan. I mean, Mandan's also uh, seen a, a really a, a really cool revitalization of their downtown. Um, they just um, they just finished a, a, a park redevelopment that is, looks fantastic. Uh, library revitalize a redevelopment that looks fantastic, and so it's it's both sides of the river, and both of them are are really chugging along, uh, really really good. Yeah, and and we got to drive. When we landed. Nathan picked us up and and took us on a community tour, and again I was I was impressed. And and one of the comments that we made was that you know Bismarck and Mandan both show bigger than what the population is, and that's because you're a regional hub. Regional hub for healthcare, regional hub for, for retail. There's a lot of retail here. Um, there's a lot of growth here. Um, the housing, there's just housing everywhere being built. Uh, and so it's an impressive community to come to. And, um, you know, I would, I would probably ask next, what was the reasoning behind uh, you and the leadership here choosing Next Move Group uh, for this process? Yeah, I think, I mean, we, so we did a national search uh, for the consultant to come in and do the, the economic development strategic plan. And I would say that we had some really, really good qualified candidates apply and put in a proposal for, uh, uh, for this strategic plan. I think really what it boiled down to for our leadership and for our selection committee was um, just the, the breadth of experience that Next Move, brought, Next Move Group brought to the table, as well as just their willingness to just do what we were looking for. You know, they, they, they didn't come in with any preconceived notions or, you know, specializations in, in this or that. They really, you guys really wanted to find out what does the community want and then let's develop a plan around what the community wants and what the com community is looking for. Yeah, well certainly if you're doing any kind of strategic plan, one, you don't want to sit on a shelf. A lot of times it sits on the shelf if the plan includes a lot of things that the community doesn't want to do. So, you know, the step that we're taking this week, which is meeting with stakeholders and focus groups throughout the community of different uh, industries, different types of people, uh, is to understand what success looks like to them, what are the strengths of the, of the region. Uh, you know, and I say region because I've had several people talk to me about how Bismarck Mandan is really kind of a metro and that could include Lincoln a little bit and out in the counties. and. Um, that piece of it's really important, but you also want the combination of experience that comes back and says, okay, you said you wanted to do X. And in reality, you can do a portion of X, but for you to be able to accomplish the results that you're looking for, we need to look at Y instead. Mm -hmm. And I, I, hopefully that's one of the reasons that you all chose us. And, and certainly we want to you know, meet and exceed expectations for our clients at all times. And so we're certainly happy to be here. Um, I think there's... Um, some good opportunity for this community. I think we're going to uncover some great opportunities. Uh, there may be some in some areas that you didn't think of at the beginning. Um, and I know from the industrial development standpoint, that's, that's going to be a big focus is, you know, how do we grow and attract new dollars into the community through uh, maybe some uh, recruitment activities. Is that right? In today's Executive Search Spotlight, we're going to highlight the Montgomery County Action Council. This is Montgomery County, Kansas. They're hunting a new executive director. Uh, for those of you all not familiar with where Montgomery County, Kansas is, it's kind of right in between Kansas City and Tulsa. They're on the southern Kansas border, uh, close to Wichita and Joplin. So 
very good geography to recruit industry. They also have four industrial parks with space. So quite a bit of property. Also had a lot of success. Have several deals that are currently being developed or in the making. So they have a lot of momentum, a good opportunity to come in and win very quickly. They're looking for somebody that can do industrial recruitment, existing industry, um, anything job creation, as well as some image projection and helping the Montgomery County Action Council market. So if you're interested, go to thenextmovegroup.com backslash Montgomery. As far as pay, they are offering around seventy-five dollars to $95,000 competitive benefits. That's based on experience. So if you want some more information, visit that website. Look, we are running this job till Friday, May 27th. That's when the deadline is. So you have plenty of time to research it. For more questions, reach out to Brittany McCoy at 504-615-7174. Yeah, I, I think we're, you know, we're a big enough community in in the upper Midwest that we can be a player when it comes to industrial development and that primary sector job recruitment. Um, that I, I, I think that's important to a lot of stakeholders and to a lot of community leaders. Um, we want to be cognizant of that and we want that to be a part of the plan. I, to your point, I, I think, you know, I, I've, I've, ta I've told this to a lot of people, but I said, you know, as far as resources go, this community has got it. You know, you have the you have the river running between. So there's there's water capacity here. There's power. We have a natural gas pipeline running through town. We we have rail service. We're served by two two class one railroads. You know, we 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 have an interstate that runs through the middle of the town. So um, we have resources available here. It's just how do we put that all together um, and then use that to sell the community as the next location? Yeah, that's something that we've heard a lot is how do we galvanize leadership and how do we galvanize and coalesce our infrastructure, our advantages to allow this community to go out and get some wins. Yep. And so uh, I would imagine over the process of this, uh, the next few months, uh, we will uncover even more things. We're gonna be back here in a few weeks uh, to talk more and to deliver some of our initial thoughts with the leadership. And, uh, you know, hopefully at the end of this, maybe we can get back together and talk about, you know, did we meet the expectations and, and what does it look like going forward? So uh, I always like to give our guests the last word. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, say today? No, I think I think you covered it. I think, you know, some of the, the major things that, that we're going to look for out of this are, like, we, like I talked about, the business recruitment piece, workforce development, workforce attraction, always going to be a big piece of this. Um, for for any community really any growing community across the across the country um, and then some of that quality of life stuff but we're looking forward to it and uh, maybe we can do it over bourbon next time <laughs> well we did uh, Nathan did take me to hunt some bourbon at some of their local liquor stores and they do get allocations up here and surprisingly they had some good ones a couple weeks ago I just hit I hit it at the wrong time they got their deliveries two weeks ago they're getting more deliveries in two weeks so I got to make sure before I come next time and schedule my trip I'm going to see what their allocation schedule looks sure. like uh, so I can get some good deals on some bourbon but you're right you know one of the things that we want to make sure that we we bring back to you is a plan that the community can coalesce around that provides actionable items toward desired results. Mm -hmm. It's easy to understand. 
And so, you know, we want to do that for all our clients and, and, and make things as common sense as we possibly can. So, you know, we, we appreciate everyone who listened to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode. We will have our 150th episode coming up next week. And, uh, and we also have Memorial Day weekend coming up. So everybody get out there, have a good time, enjoy a little bit of time off. Uh, we will be on the road again next week. We've got site visits coming up for one of our projects. We signed a new site selection client just uh, two days ago as well. So uh, the summer is definitely heating up from a project standpoint and a temperature standpoint. Until next time, thanks.